Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. It isn't just about obtaining victory. It is about being positioned properly for victory and breakthrough. We're on this series right now, and I just love doing this. And our last lesson uh, that we did, or podcast, I should say, was on breaking free from deception. If you happen to miss that one, you can still get it and listen to it and download that. So I'm building on that one, and we're now going into a subject called Exposing Demonic Gateways. And let me give you a theme verse, and then we'll pray. A theme verse comes from Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11. Do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead even expose them. Wow. Father, thank you for the Word of God that is our safe place. And we believe that your Word guides us, feeds us, leads us, guides us, teaches us, and is profitable for instruction and for wisdom and how to live this life in a godly, delightful way that pleases God. And so thank you, Lord, for your word. Again, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11. Subject is exposing demonic gateways. So this time, I'm going to actually read a whole set of verses from Ephesians chapter 5 in verses 6 through 13. So hold on. We're going to read the Bible together. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore do not be partakers with them, for you were formerly darkness. I love that. It says formerly. It says you're not in darkness now. You were formerly in darkness. That's in verse 8. But now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of of light for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth 
trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. Do you want to please the Lord? If you want to please the Lord, that is a byproduct of someone who's walking in the light. Verse 11, do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead even expose them, for it is even disgraceful even to speak of the things which are done by them in secret. But all things become visible when they are exposed by light, for everything that becomes visible is light. Wow. Now, that is a lot of teaching in those few verses right there. Verse 6, Ephesians 5. Let no one deceive you with empty words. The gospel comes with power, not just words. And so there are those who are charmers, and they can be inspiring, but does their inspiration lead you to righteousness? They might, uh, like, uh, be very articulate even. They might even be cunning. They might be smart. But are they leading you in the path of light, true light, not made-up light, not particles of light mixed with mixture of fragments of other people's teachings that might be some Hinduism? And did you know that New Age is actually old age in new clothing. Did you know that? You might not have realized that, but there's nothing new under the sun. But so what people do is they take a little kernel of truth, and then they go over here and they take a little bit from, um, I'm so tempted to give you names of people, and I'm not going to do that, and to take a little bit from here, and then they take a little bit from there, and they make up their own syncretism. They make up their own form of truth. And eventually, they are deceived. But now listen to me, please. In all love and care and mercy and compassion, I have a warning I want to make. People who get deceived can go to another level where they become deceivers. Wow. Now that, in that case... We need to be good watchmen on the walls for such a time as this. So, exposing demonic gateways. You know, there is um, a situation years ago by a man who started what was called the Worldwide Church of God. His name was Herbert W. Armstrong. Some of you might be too young to even remember this. But in my growing up, it was one of the largest cults in the world. But because of the name, the name was appealing. The Worldwide Church of God, even using biblical phrases, used the Bible but added other materials along with the Bible, like some other religions do. They maybe believe the Bible, but then they add two or three other books along with it. Well, the Bible is perfect and complete. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. The Bible is perfect and complete. Now, let's move on. 
But so Herbert W. Armstrong started this worldwide church of God. They even taught the law. And so they resulted in a form of godliness, but denied the power of the Holy Spirit today. They even taught triple tithing, and people got caught into bondage because this was a machine. They had a newspaper that was out, a magazine that was out in every airport and in many newsstands, and it was extremely popular. And this was a cult. It was a demonic gateway that had been opened. Its headquarters was in a place called Pasadena, California, and they built multi-million dollar facilities where they gathered together. Well, demonic gateways can also be closed. It ended up towards the very end. Here's a good part of the story. It ended up towards the very end of H.W. Armstrong's life, he actually got born again. At the very end of his life, thank God for mercy and grace. Can anybody like get excited about that? And he actually got born again. Deception got broken off. I wonder how deception got broken off. I know of people who were praying into cults and breaking the powers of witchcraft and mind-binding spirits and were praying for him by name and breaking demonic occult spirits off of this organization. That man came to faith towards the very end of his life. The property ended up being sold, and guess what? One of my dear friends that I'm aligned with in ministry today named Dr. Che On, his church meets in Ambassador Auditorium which was the headquarters of the Worldwide Church of God. So what was once a demonic portal has now been closed to the demonic and is now a gateway to righteousness, where the gospel of the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ and H-Rock Church meets there. And I've been a part of some of the greatest conferences in my lifetime have been held there. And so a demonic portal or a gateway can be identified and can be shut. So I wanted to give you a testimony of how something got started, but the end result ended up being good. Now, in my book, Strike the Mark, Powerfully Targeted Prayers for Victory and Breakthrough, in Chapter 6, I go through a whole lot of detailed teaching and in some of the other chapters around this to help you. So if you want to learn, here's a great resource, which is my book, Strike the Mark, Chapter 6, Exposing Demonic Gateways. So even when we can identify the sin obstacles that interfere with our walk with the Lord, we may forget who or what is behind everyone. The tempter who lured Adam to sin so long ago. Today, sad to say, it appears that the enemy's fingerprints are on just about everything, or a lot of things, we should say. And we are so accustomed to them that we allow him to carry on his dirty work unchallenged. But it doesn't have to be that way. So I have listed out violations for us in this chapter of the way demonic 
portals or gateways get opened. They get opened through idolatry. They get opened through temples consecrated or built for pagan religions. A gateway can be murder and the shedding of innocent blood. That's a big one. How about the blood of abortion? That is the blood cries out and spilled innocent blood cries out to the Lord. And so we need to confess generational sins. Another one of the exposing, because I'm into exposing the demonic gateways, is witchcraft and substance abuse. In certain parts of the world, witchcraft and neo-pagan worship are the fastest-growing religions. In Great Britain, for example, where religious affiliation can now be specified on a census forms, upward to 60,000 individuals identified Wiccan, pagan, or other categories, and that was in 2011. So it's recognized as witchcraft is recognized as an official religion in Great Britain today. That's not a good sign. But these things can change. Another portal of demonic gateway is the removal of Christianity from educational institutions. So we have to go back to how did our educational institutions in the United States shift so suddenly? Well, they actually didn't shift suddenly. They shifted in a period of time, a decade by decade, and when you identify just the simple removal of prayer at the beginning of public school classes, I grew up, I remember, in my first and second grade, we prayed a simple prayer to open the day. And when that got outlawed, then that opened the door to the opposite spirit. So the removal of Christianity from educational institutions. Or how about adultery, sodomy, perversion, and other sexual sins? Fighting, anger, hatred, and unforgiveness. Other demonic gateways can be rebellion against those in authority. Or how about curses? Etc. Now, again, I just mentioned some of these to you, and you can get my book, Strike the Mark, and you can learn about how to expose these demonic portals and then how to, in the antithesis, the opposite, raise up a altar of prayer, worship, and incense to replace the altar of paganism unto false gods. So, guess what? I'm going to give you another scripture. It comes from Matthew chapter 6, and this is a great one. Of course, they're all great, aren't they? But this is very pertinent to this subject today on exposing demonic gateways. It's found in Ephesians chapter 6. By the way, do you hear this wrestling? Do you hear that? Yeah, I'm I'm just going to be blunt with you. Do you know that a lot of contemporary churches today are teaching people to be lazy? Because the Bible is just – and I love modern technology, by the way. But the Bible is put up in a screen. 
So even Bible-believing, spirit-filled churches today often teach people to be lazy because you don't need to bring your Bible anymore to church. And so guess what? People don't even have the disciplines of reading the Bible because they don't have to even bring a Bible. Now, I know it's on your smartphone, it's on your gadgets and all this stuff, but guess what? I still love the Bible in print and page, and but in a lot of churches today, we don't even have to bring a Bible because we're so something lazy that it's all just put up on a screen, we read it, and then we don't even know the context of it often. Okay, well, that was off the subject, wasn't it? But no, it's all a part of it. Matthew chapter 6, verse 22. And you can say, well, that was just an old guy talking. No, it wasn't. That's wisdom. Do you know that I take my Bible with me to church? (sighs) That sounds so ridiculous, doesn't it? Folks, I take my Bible with me to church. I open up the Word of God. I also take a journal, and I take notes. Matthew (laughs) chapter 6, verse 22. I wonder if I should do some messages on, like, uncommon sense. What do you think of that for the body of Christ today? Matthew chapter 6, verse 22 and 23. The eye is the lamp of the body. So then, if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness. Exposing demonic gateways. Our eye is a gateway. I can talk about this, you see, on the corporate level, but let's bring it down to the personal level. What you behold, you become like. And so if you're watching certain television shows and you know that they're not in righteousness, and you even know that some of the children's cartoons today are not righteousness, some of them are filled with a lot of witchcraft not just like a a sanctified imagination is a good word we use today, but some of it is actually laden with pretty blatant occult and witchcraft. So we need to be watchful while not being religious at the same time. So, but you see, if our eye is bringing in light, our sight and our whole body will be full of light. But if our eye is bringing in darkness, guess what happens? The body gets filled with darkness. You say, what? I'm going to read this to you one more time. Matthew chapter 6, verse 22 and 23. The eye is the lamp of the body. So then if your eye is clear, question mark, is your eye clear? How can your eye be clear? How can you get clarity of sight? Your whole body will be full of light. That's positive. That's awesome. Guess what? Your whole body can be full of light. Verse 23. But if your eye is bad. Really? Your eye can be bad? Yes, because what you're looking upon is bad. If your eye is bad, 
your whole body will be full of darkness, your whole body. This is talking about an individual. Let's take it bigger. Let's say it's the body of Christ. Let's say it's the body of Christ in a region. And what we allow in the church, we are giving license to go full bore in our cities. It's not enough to point out sin and darkness in a city. We need to let the finger of God of conviction come into us because we are gatekeepers of society for our cities. And so, but let's deal with it again with our own individual lives. So, verse 23, but if the eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness. So, we don't want to be people who are opening demonic portals. We want to be people who are closing them. By the way, there's somebody that you're having bad dreams, and you might rebuke the dream and rebuke the dreams and rebuke the dreams, and that's a good thing to do. But listen to this. You lay an axe at the root of what you're looking on in your eye gate, because if you are looking upon lewd things with your eye, that is going to affect your dreams at night. And you're going, oh, my gosh, I'm having lustful issues in my dreams. Well, what is your eye beholding? Because I'm going to guarantee you this. If your eye is beholding the Lord and the beauty of the Lord and inquiring in his temple, the light in you will be purity and your dreams will be full of pure light. Wow. So, some questions. Sarah asked, how can you spot where demonic gateways come from? How to close them? Well, I hope that I've given you a few little keys. And again, i got to refer to you to a couple of my books. One is Strike the Mark. Another one that is dedicated to this subject would be deliverance from darkness. So I often answer questions by giving you resources. So I want to give you these two resources, Strike the Mark and Deliverance from Darkness. How can you spot where demonic gateways come from? Well, again, high places, high places of demonic worship, high places even oversight places. I remember being in Haiti years ago, and that was once called the Pearl of the Antilles. But in high places, they began to call on the spirits of the deep, of darkness, to set the nation free in its origins from France. And so guess what? The enemy played along with the request, And demonic water spirits emerged that were darkness, and then it became then a country overtaken by overt witchcraft then eventually. But I ended up with a group of intercessors on a high place, confessing generational sins. The spirit of travail fell upon us, and a window of opportunity was open. The evil dictator 
fled the country, and a door of opportunity for righteousness was opened. So how can you spot where demonic gateways, sometimes it's where the sin originated, it's where the injustice happened, and again, hey, Hollywood could use more prayer. How's that? Or what is the industry that rules your city? Is it an industry of righteousness Or is it perhaps an industry that has mixture in it or just outright wrong? I really do believe in praying on-site with insight, another big subject, but we can identify, and as I gave you the example earlier with Herbert W. Armstrong, we can not only identify a portal, we can close it to darkness, and we can act in the opposite spirit and proclaim the destiny of God over a city, over a region, over an organization, and we flip it in Jesus' name. Well, that's just a partial answer. So also another question, how to help family members that are really into witchcraft? Wow. You know, these are not easy questions, and I am really grateful to people who write in or respond to us on social media when we ask for input or things they would like for me to address. How to help family members that are really into witchcraft. In my book, Prayer Storm, I have a chapter on how to pray your family into God's family. Let me just rehearse a little of that. We pray for the heart of stone to be changed into a heart of flesh. We pray according to the book of Jeremiah that every place that there's a hard spot, we ask that God sends forth his word like a hammer to shatter the hard places. We pray for our family members that the spirit of conviction concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment to come will fall upon them. We pray to the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into the field. And sometimes you're the intercessor, but you're not the laborer who is supposed to be the one who speaks truth in a overt manner to them. It takes a multiple groupings of people, a cluster anointing at times, and so we each have different functions at different times. And so we're all supposed to walk in righteousness. We all need to pray. So we pray to the Lord of the harvest to release laborers. And there's many other keys like that on how to pray for our family members, and then we can pray for the spirit of truth. We pray for the spirit of truth. And as I talked about in Haiti, what we do is we don't change someone's will. We open up a window of opportunity for the fresh wind of the Holy Spirit to blow across our family, our relatives, our friends, and our sphere of influence. Well, I hope that this has been helpful for you today. Remember, Ephesians 5.11 and Matthew 6.22 and 23. And I want to close this out by reciting something exciting. The eye is the lamp of the body, so then if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. Good news! Your whole body can be full of light. Well, this is James Gall with God Encounters Today podcast. 
This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.